This is Apostle Dr. Kevin Barber of Word and Praise Faith Ministries. We will be doing a podcast on the Kingdom's Men's Fellowship. There's some great powerful testimonies. Uh, There's also a great powerful word from the verifying bishop, Earl Bird, from the Potter's House Ministries. I pray you enjoy this today, and I pray that it bless your soul. Eric, I'm talking about my son in the Lord. Yeah, 
I'm not talking about you, Eric. I'm talking about my son in the Lord. Are you here, Eric? <laughs> Eric, I need you to I need you to read the scriptures that I gave you. Uh, Amen. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Alright, Psalms 37, 1 through 7. The poems of the Psalm of David were not thyself because of evil doers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of inequity. But they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself in the Lord and shall get the desires of thy heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord also. And trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness and the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Trust in the Lord and wait patiently for him. But not thou shalt because of him he conquered in his way. Issue. 
Tommy. Uh, a lot of my peers got involved in uh, a lot of different things. Murders, um, uh, drug sales, uh, armed robberies. Uh, in my neighborhood specifically, just by being there, everybody was pretty much a part of a game, uh, whether you wanted to be or not. There were times in which they had to participate in things that I don't talk about. And there were times in which I'm glad I did because I was, uh, for those who are from the DMV, uh, we used to have something called the Capital Center. And uh, over there in Landover, back in the day, there used to be a lot of uh, fights over there in the Capital Center. And uh, I remember one time I was there, late 80s, happened to be the Run DMC Raising Hell Tour, and I was on a date. And so out there, you know, with my buddy, we were double dating, and uh, a guy next to me tried to talk to my date. I'm sitting here like, really? But what he didn't understand is that I stood up and held my hands out and said, fellas, and like 200 guys stood up with me. Because back in the day, I was, they say, rolling deep. I didn't go anywhere where it was less than 50 people. Because in the D.C. area, uh, a lot of people like to start fighting. We had a lot of crews, a lot of gangs and stuff. And if you want a part of something like that, at some level, uh, you can find yourself dead or beaten up or robbed. So many times when I went places, I rolled deep. And they also, you know, so I learned a lot of stuff. People see me now and they couldn't imagine stuff. And I can share with them in private other stuff. But... I mentioned the IT stuff because I was spending more and more time with that, which kept me out of a lot of trouble that a lot of the other guys were getting into during that time period, including going to jail, uh, gang-related type stuff. Yeah, I wasn't shielded from everything, but I was protected. And um, I didn't understand all that that meant until I got a little bit older and I was living in Baltimore for 13 years. I went to Morgan. And I wound up doing some mentoring with young males, believe it or not, in being life. And I was able to use my personal experiences at that time, not only to talk about gang life, but to give them an alternative, a lot of more high school dropouts and I talked to many of them about getting back into school and that there's more to life than what you see in this neighborhood or more to life than what you see in Baltimore. And so uh, one young man in particular and I would talk about, you know, going into prayer and because and, and, you just have to talk to people in general because a lot of these guys, they were not gonna step inside of a church for anything except for maybe a funeral. And so you just had to talk to them about some of the things that I was doing and, and, and uh, some of the um, Christian groups that I became a part of that helped pull me out of myths that could have messed me up. I could be dead right now or in jail right now. We're easy. Yeah, like I said, another time I can, I can go a little deeper dive into some things. I've seen a lot. I've been out there where people got stabbed and shot at. I had a good friend of mine shot in the shed. While we're out, uh, I've seen people get beat up. I've been there when the game fights took place. 
sketchy like, oh, you're very peaceful. Yeah, and today. But I wasn't always. And I, I, you know, when I was younger, my philosophy was I'd rather fight than talk. Today's I'd rather talk than fight. And again, um, I didn't have a lot of problems. A lot of people bothered me back when I was younger because uh, I had a quick temper. They would get very volatile. And it got to the point that I saw that, you know, it's like, we didn't have another tool that was probably using. If the only tool that you have is a hammer, then everything you see in life is a nail. And you want to destroy it by hammering it down. But sometimes you need other tools. And, and that's where the Christian programs I got into the young person started to help me out. So I didn't just have a hammer to work with. I got a wrench, got a saw, and had these other tools. Uh, picking up the Bible more, reading. Uh, different Christian groups that are weekend activities and sometimes like vacation Bible schools throughout the week. Amen. Some people say, that's not to hang out. I'm like, listen, you have no idea what I could have been doing and where I would have been without those programs. Without having a, uh, somebody, hey, I'm just thinking about you. What you doing tomorrow? I don't have any plans. And you go hang out with a church group. And then the following day, you find out the one your buddy's got shot hanging out in D.C. The same night you were with a church group. Or one of your buddies got killed. And you were with some young Christian group. And a buddy of yours got slaughtered. Proximity. Proximity has showed me when you stay closer to God's word, God puts his shield around you. I've been in places where I've been, been shot at. I've had bullets miss me. I've had places where people would take a swing and try to stab me. I've had knives miss me. Somebody else got stabbed next to me. And the knife actually was probably meant for me. But it missed me. Um, man, I can just go on for more than five minutes on that alone. But there's been a lot of stuff. All the other things when I, things weren't going right in my life, you know, completely. But I got married. And uh, and I can say it's because I have a, you know, my young person nearby. But it helped me refocus on some things. Because there were times in which I was ready to give up because the relationship wasn't going well. And it wasn't for my daughter. At the times, I was like, I'm out of here. I'm done. And God placed her in my life. And I know I talked to her a lot about a lot of different things, but it's because I don't want her making all the same mistakes I did. Um, whatever she's going through and has gone through, on a life and death situation, I can give her a lot more situations than, than I had maybe in one month that she probably had in 10 years. Hey man, well, we want to thank you. We want to thank you, brother Eric, okay. for for your testimony. Right. Uh, it was very powerful. I'm pretty sure that a lot of men have been impacted by your words and by Dr. Donnell words. I'm going to bring on um, the last five minute speaker for today. Amen. And this gentleman uh, was at death's door as well. And God spared him, and I'm talking within a matter of several weeks ago, we got a call saying that he had a massive heart attack. Uh, may not have been massive, but he had a big one. 
and uh, he had stopped breathing, and we had to go to the hospital, and we were all out there pray, praying for him. Uh, someone, could you mute your phone if you have background noise? Uh, so this guy is uh, very dear to our hearts. He's, he's my cousin, uh, and I want to bring him on the line. His name is uh, Brother Wayne Bowling. Brother Wayne, are you out there? Try to elevate me, and as they 
remember getting the call and I can remember going to the hospital and I can remember the uh, getting on the prayer lines. We have a prayer line with the church where all of our leaders and uh, President Wayne's wife is my cousin too. She's a minister, uh, uh, Lisa Bowling. And I can remember all of us getting on the prayer, uh, me, Deacon Tyrone and Pastor Shelley and so many of our leaders and calling Wayne's name out before the throne of God. And I could truly say that God told me and Pastor that this year will be a year of miracles for word and praise. And I take, I take no glory in what God did in Wayne's life, but I was just so thankful that we could be, uh, 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 be able to participate in his life being out there and us calling his name before the throne of God. And to hear him today, this is the first time he's been on the men's call since it happened because God was using him in the men's ministry as well. He was reading scripture and uh, God was blessing him during the men's ministry. So I would just say this before I bring on the speaker. You never know what God is going to allow you to have to go through. But we know, as, as Brother Wayne said, prayer does work. And we serve an awesome God. And so, you know, whatever you do in life, whether you're doing IT, whether you're cooking, whether you're a businessman, you can do nothing without God. And so with that being said, I thank you gentlemen for not thinking it robbery to come on to the line uh, to give your testimonies. I have been truly been encouraged and I will be making a podcast of this men's fellowship and I'm ready right now to bring on my very good friend. Amen. I don't want to talk about brothers from other mothers. I just want to talk about my brother from the same father. Some of you will catch that after this call. But he is my brother from the same father. And so with that being said, I am going to decrease so that the bishop, the man of God, can come forth and give us the word of the Lord. He has about 20 minutes. And I know that God is going to use him. Uh, Bishop Bird from the Potter's House, are you out there? Yes, I am
thank you that the ground shall be sown into his good ground. And I thank you for the harvest of the seed sown, 30, 60, and even a hundredfold, and even a thousandfold increase in blessing. And Father God, I thank you, hallelujah, that the enemy will not steal the word, but it shall, hallelujah, be captured by the mighty little fire and held to the heart of the life. And Lord, we praise your name. Whatsoever 
if you got to think the right thoughts, if you think about doom and gloom, fear, distress, and anxiety and worry, they're gonna have a harvest in your mind and then in what you say and then what you do. If you are, I, I, I think I heard somebody say they were a cook that was in their, 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 their uh, former profession. When you saw a case of it, you got it in the frying pan. You maybe put a little butter there, put some onions, some green peppers, maybe some mushrooms, and you saw a tang there. And you marinating, you take this stuff and you let it sit maybe overnight. You can't do that with the glory to God. You can't do that with negative stuff. You were not born to fear. Second Timothy, chapter 1, verse 7 says, God has not given us the spirit of fear, nor timidity, but of power, the love, and of a sound, disciplined mind. The fear zone, that's the devil's daily work. God 10, 10 says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If it's stealing, if it's killing, if it's destroying in your, your life, it's not your mama, it's not your daddy, it's not the neighbor. The devil is trying to do that to you, but God said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. God wants to bless your socks off. The devil wants to take your socks and take your feet and take anything else he can steal from you. You cannot saute, you cannot think negative thoughts. Negative thinking actually grows real estate in your brain. In your brain, there are actually 90,000 miles. It starts in your brain, 90,000 miles of nerves that start in your brain. And you can't think negative. Your, your, your body's wired for the positive. That's why a lot of folks are dealing with migraine headaches and, 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 and all kinds of problems with sinus trouble and, and all kinds of ailments. Because 90,000 miles of nerves, they'll send signals, your negative stuff, they got to grow a, a, a new stuff in your brain to hold the negative. Because your brain was wired for positive. The negative stuff are dendrites. Hallelujah. You already got some dendrites on, it looks like plants in your brain. And they're good, they're there to accentuate the positive that you're dealing with. But when you have a negative thought, it has to be built something new in your brain. That's why you got those headaches and those words, you get a panic attack and all that stuff. about you, what you 
of the flesh are manifest, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, Last 
dog, is that right? Oh, somebody talk to me. You got a secret analysis and it'll make things clear for you. The tail is not the dog. Somebody just said, well, me, I'm losing my tail. That's just part of me. No, that ain't. No. That ain't you. That's you being used in the internet. And you didn't lose your tip when you found it. Oh, it's the guy. You are emotional. You go over and talk to that tail that was cut off. A tail bar. Take a bar. A tail move. It ain't the move. Now the dog is all the way down the street. But the tail is on the side of the road. Your emotions are for the highlight. Stop in your life. You look at a dog or cat. And you see them happy, the tail up. And it's sad. You see them happy, they should have some kind of caution because they may be a predator and they're getting ready to jump or they may be getting ready to jump on you. Hallelujah. You see the tail down to the ground. You better watch out. Hallelujah. And, 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 and
call God is doing great things in the lives of men again we want to thank Bishop Earl Bird of the Potter's House located in Baltimore Maryland for that great powerful word the God kind of man amen God bless you all I pray you enjoyed the message today we'll be coming back with you with future podcasts this is Apostle Dr. Kevin Barber signing off. Remember, Jesus is Lord. God bless you.